We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Stop! Don't touch! I'm at an Eagle, and I like it too much to see you get hurt, and that's why I say, if you spot a gun, just walk away! Go find an adult, go tell him what you found, guns shouldn't be left lying around, yeah, stop! Don't touch, leave the area, tell an adult, do it with me now, stop! Don't touch. Leave the area. Tell an adult. I love it. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back. Boy, that brings back a lot of memories. Uh, Eddie the Eagle, the NRA's uh, uh, character designed to teach kids about gun safety. I mean, all the times we hear these stories and... You're thinking to yourself, this is nothing new. This has been around a long time. Uh, you know what? I've never heard of him up until just recently. Seriously. Bo I, Matthews. I, I know. I've, you, I've, you were out of high school by then. so Maybe that's what it is. But when, <laughs> I've, when I learned of Eddie the Eagle, I thought, now that is a great program. And, uh, boy, the headlines we've been seeing lately with, the, you know, the four-year-olds and the five-year-olds. There was just one this week, uh, you know, shot somebody with a, an AR. I'm like, or no, shot themselves. Uh, yes. It's just heartbreaking. And at what point do you start talking to kids about guns? You know, they're talking to kids about a lot of things nowadays a little earlier. So many things have changed. Lars Dahlside is joining us this morning. A friend of mine, I've had him on my show many times over the years, spokesman for the NRA as well. Uh, Lars, good morning to you. Morning. Appreciate you guys having me on today. Absolutely. Good Good to hear your voice again. It has been a while. I mean, um, this Eddie the Eagle has been around since 1988. Yeah, 1988. We uh, we had our then president, uh, the NRA past president, Marion Hammer. She got together with a group of elementary school teachers, uh, police officers, child psychologists, and others in the field, and they developed this program specifically for the pre-K through fourth graders. Uh, to teach them what to do if they came upon a firearm. We came up with the, the four simple rules. If you see a gun, stop, don't touch, run away, and tell a grown-up. I love that. And we've been teaching that lesson for, at least it's, as you said, since 1988. And at this point in time, I believe our numbers are we've held this seminar for more than 32 million kids across the United States. My goodness. That's, that, that, that's as probably ingrained into those that have heard the message as much as uh, stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. You know? There you so. go. It's good. you gotta, you got you to gotta work it in early, mm-hmm. obviously. Well, you know, here's the thing about it. For people who are gun owners, there's a responsibility that goes along with that, right? Just like your First Amendment rights have a responsibility not to yell fire in a crowded theater. With your Second Amendment rights, you have the responsibility to be a safe gun owner. The NRA preaches it. Everybody I know who's a legal gun owner preaches it. The, the first part of that is keeping your firearm locked up. 
uh, if you're not concealed carrying it or whatever the case may happen to be. I mean, that's the problem, Lars, we seem to be experiencing here in St. Louis. It's important, and I, I don't want to d- downplay at all the importance of teaching kids these safety issues because that is important. But priority number one for every gun owner I know is safety. If you're not if you don't have the gun on you, it's locked up somewhere. It should be. Well, we believe that each individual gun owner has their own, each individual needs when it comes to the safety. And you know, for someone like myself, I'm a single guy, no ex-wife, no kids, nothing like that. I'm the only one in my apartment. So when I'm home, my firearm is basically secured. Right. That's not the same for my brother who has kids. And it's entirely different rules and entirely different things that each individual person needs to do for themselves. And we definitely encourage those who, you know, if they have kids in the home, that they're, you know, make sure that everybody's well-educated on the whole thing and that their firearms are secure. Well, and as uh, technology has changed, and by the way, this segment brought to you by Razorback Armory, that does sell gun safes for your nightstand or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. secure them. Go to RazorbackArmory.com uh, for more information. Uh, but uh, there's technology has changed so much. Now you have the the uh, the, the thumbprint uh, ID to pop open the safe. Uh, you know, the electronics has just moved so fast, so there really is no excuse. Lars, I, I hope you agree that, that, you know, people cannot store their firearms safely and securely and out of the reach of kids. Oh, yeah. As I said, we encourage the, the safe firearm storage for those, you know, if, as it meets their individual wants and needs. And we expect that everybody to be a responsible gun owner. We have plenty of classes when it comes to both handling, storing, and using firearms available throughout the NRA. Well, we've taken the resp- the the problem is we've taken the responsibility away from parents and put it back on the inanimate object. That that's the problem I have with it. They want to blame the gun. Well, it's it's the proliferation of guns that's causing this problem. No, it's not. It it's people who have no respect for the firearm, who bring it home, who leave it laying on a, in a in a, an unlocked cabinet or whatever. They know they have kids in the house. Then a kid finds it something tragic happens. That that's not the gun's fault. That's the individual's fault uh, who put the gun there, and they should have known better to begin with. That sickens me. You know, I, I, I've got kid, a kid who's been involved in youth sp- uh, sh- uh, shooting sports for years on a, on a trap team, and the sad, the sad truth is that used to be common practice across America. Kids were exposed to, you know, Uncle Joe's gun standing in the corner because he needed to run out in the middle of the night and kill a fox that was trying to get into the hen house. Or a possum or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I was told growing up we'd go visit my uncles on a farm. Uh, you see that gun behind the door? Don't touch it. Yeah. Uh, and if I catch you near it, I'm going to blister your rear end. <laughs> and you don't you don't get and I just knew you grew up knowing that. And today we we're, we're removed from those more rural environments. And these problems generally happen in in these urban areas where people aren't teaching those lessons to their children and they're not. They're just not doing proper gun safety. So I guess, Lars, my question for you is, how widespread is the program these days? Do you wait for people to come to you? Do you offer it to school systems? How how does it get distributed? It gets distributed overall, usually through local law enforcement. Uh, We go ahead and we send them out. Officially, they apply for a grant, and we make sure that the grants usually get uh, approved overall. We send them out the materials, their workbooks, their videos, their stickers, and all sorts of great things, along with uh, the mascot 
system. We give them the general program of what to do, how to teach it overall, and they'll go out from everything to elementary schools, to local libraries, community events. You know, we've had them at even Major League Baseball games and stuff like that where they'll go out there and help to spread the overall message. Uh, we have people, like I said, they have been doing this since 1988. Maybe not the same people, but definitely the, the same departments. And as I said, it's one of the things that we're, we're very proud of. And we get stories all the time about how kids come upon a firearm in a playground, in a bush, in their neighborhood, wherever it might be. And they'll go ahead and run off and they'll tell it. And there's a little story about, yeah, they had an Ed Eagle class last week, last month, last year. And, you know, we thank them for going through and recognizing this danger and making sure that the proper people were were uh, notified. I wonder if Eddie Eagle's ever been uh, hanging out with uh, Fred Bird at uh, Bush Stadium. That, <laughs> that might be, you know, kind of cool. Uh, it might be a little foul, but oh, just kidding, hey. just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, here I'm. I'm here all week. Um, so here's here's a question though. In this woke, woke world that we live in, when this program is introduced to a possible idea for the curriculum for young kids, do you get pushback from programs, uh, from schools, from school boards, things like that? Just curious if that's an issue. We've had pushback here and there. They said it usually does depend on the system, and it used, usually depends on the people involved. But for the most part, when we're teaching this lesson, you know, there, there can be a reaction to the NRA from some parents that don't understand what it is that they're actually offering. But this is one of a handful of classes and programs that the NRA offers that has nothing at all to do with firearms. There are no firearms present. They're not part of the class. It doesn't come into play at all. And once they hear and they understand that this is teaching the kids, giving them a very basic collection of phrases for what to do, as well as workbooks and exercises and programs on what to do if they come across a firearm and to get away from it, they're usually, you know, more than happy to let their their kids take part in the program. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah, and, and I hope there are people listening today. Maybe they they go to their local police department and ask them to to present that to their school district. If you're doing this through through law enforcement, I mean, people could reach out that way and, and make a request of their local police, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. And if, like, the local police departments, if they don't have an Eddie Eagle program there, they can reach out to us here at the NRA, or, you know, they can send an email to eddie at nrahq.org. That gets right into the people running the programs, and they'll run them through the application system, send off the materials needed, and teach them how to get the class up and running. And, yeah. Lars, what about, now I'm thinking about uh, homeschooled or even virtual schooled uh, parents. Is there a program that Eddie the Eagle can be, uh, just ordered by an individual family. Yeah, overall, you know, the, the program can be taught by just about anybody. Um, the main thing is we want to make sure this gets out to as many kids as possible. Um, so while the overwhelming majority of the people who do put on the program are police officers, we have a number of other folks that are just, you know, active in the community overall, you know, whether it be from, as you were saying, the homeschool parents group, uh, you know, neighborhood watch, or just anyone at all that wants to teach this life-saving message for kids. Yeah, yeah. Lars, I know when I used to have you on my show a lot, you were, you were working with the, uh, the legislative arm of the NRA. Are you still active in that? Still working on the legislative side, yes, sir. Yeah, I know. So what, what are some of the big headlines over there? I, I looked at your website probably a couple of days ago, and there were was, there was some stories on there about the, the pistol brace guidance. Well, probably the, the biggest thing that we have right now is just last week, 
that Georgia became the 25th state to pass constitutional carry here in the United States. That's nine in the past year, and as I said, 25 overall. So half of the country right now offers constitutional carry, which basically means you don't need to pay the government or get a permission slip from the government in order to exercise your constitutional right. As long as you're legally allowed to possess a firearm, you can carry that firearm for self-defense. Wow, yeah. that's fantastic. That's great news. And, uh, and, and the push still continues for more states, uh, and you're involved with that directly? Oh, definitely, definitely. We're working all of the time. You know, whenever there's a legislative session open, we have our people pushing for it. Um, it it's like I said, we've really seen an uptick lately um, is Jason Weimay, who is the executive director of NRA ILA, you know, our political side of the operation. He said that uh, the COVID pandemic really turbocharged this effort because people became to realize with the limited resources and all this talk about defund the police, that they were going to be their last line of defense, that they were going to be the ones who are ultimately responsible for their own personal safety. And that's why we saw the uptick in first-time gun owners, and that's why we've seen this push right now for constitutional carry as well. Wow, that's fantastic news. Uh, thanks Thanks for doing the heavy lifting on this. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and the other thing that I that I was uh, uh, going to meet uh, mention, you guys have your annual meeting coming up next month. I'll never forget a few years ago when they held it here in St. Louis. I mean, I wish you'd come back, but I don't blame you for not coming back. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it sounds like Texas is a great place for that. Well, you know, I had fun in St. Louis, and I had the, it was my first time there. I had it on my list to get off to the arches. I had a number of colleagues that got to go off and uh, and visit the arch and go through the whole tour and all yeah. that. But unfortunately, when you're working on the, the public relations side, you, you don't really have that much free time at these things. Uh, so didn't make it out there. Maybe again one day. But, yeah, we have our annual meeting in Houston. Um, it kicks off on uh, – May 26th, and it runs through that Sunday. Uh, We're going to have, I think overall they said it's 14 acre of guns, gear, and Second Amendment supporters. It's usually one of our biggest and most uh, attended events that we always have. We're going to have a leadership forum where we don't have any our confirmed speakers announced yet right now, but it's usually the bigwigs when you're thinking of the local, state, and national folks that are supporters of firearm legislation and policy. They're going to come out there. We have, you know, one of the big favorites is the Wall of Guns. There's our annual firearms law seminar, seminar a hunter's leadership forum, Friends of NRA fundraising event. It's it's a great couple of days to get out there and find out where your Second Amendment rights stand here in the United States today. Yeah. A lot of fun, lots of good stuff to see. And my favorite uh, guest, my favorite um, speaker when they were here was Ted Nugent. Oh, did, nice. He just did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> How many people do you expect this uh, this year? Oh uh, well, usually we run somewhere between the seventy to eighty thousand for the entire event. Uh, we had uh, very good numbers earlier in February for our Great American Outdoor Show. It was down a little from the last year, but that was to be expected. You know, since it was the first time it's coming back since the pandemic. The same is true for this. It's our first annual meeting since the pandemic, and so while we are expecting good numbers, they might not be as big as they were before, but we expect something in the uh, 70 to 80,000. That's wonderful. And will Eddie the Eagle be making an appearance? 
Oh, Eddie will definitely be making an appearance. <laughs> he'll be there. He'll be parading around, and you'll see him taking pictures with kids and families during the entire show. Hey, Lars, great having you on again, my friend. Uh, it's, it's been too long. We'll have to get you back on uh, 2A Tuesday on my shows as well. So No, i love to do it. Appreciate you guys having me on. That's you great. bet. Lars Dahlside, uh, spokesman for the National Rifle Association, the legislative arm, talking a little Eddie the Eagle, kid gun safety. Boy, you'd think it would just be common sense, but you, it's not. You would think, but it's not. You're right. We're dealing amazing. with uh, dumb people in the world. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of kids... Uh, there's a youth season coming up that you need to know about. Uh, we'll talk to our friend Tim Kjelsvik from uh, Drury Outdoors, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to, we'll get to that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 